What's going on, y'all? My name is Elm. See you guys in the channel. Hit the subscribe button down below. Hit the notification bell. Turn on all. Anyways, I got. Uh, by the way, make sure you guys join the Discord. Uh, usually, I pin the comment to the you know obviously in the comment section to join the community, or you can go to the description box and you'll see the community. You can see the Discord link there. But I was in my Discord just now, and shout out to the homie Tpoc. That's his name on um, on Discord talked to him a little bit before you know uh briefly but he made me aware of this really interesting article now this came back out this came out back in 2014 but big shouts out to the blacklist xyz obviously you guys know i'm sure many of you know about the blacklist right they do some great they do some great work um and so they recently posted this right um right so they made they made me or they made Tpoc aware of this made me aware of this and so but we got to go over this article though for sure so this came back actually out in 2017 or was published may set of 2014 and then updated the 27 in 2017 but let's get into it though let's get into this let's talk about how pfizer helps make spice the deadly fake pot so you guys don't know what spice is by the way it's this synthetic bullshit that's so bad for you it's really really bad for you it's very addictive it's highly highly toxic it, it in some ways you know it's very unstable right this is kind of one of the beginnings of like the designer drug area era not designer drug in the sense of like lean or anything like that like you know like designer designers designer drug and people actually designing these drugs right now let's go over this though let's go let's talk about this let's get into this so Let's read this. So this is by, by the way, too. This is by Abby uh, Hagledge. Great, great piece. So let's go over this. So in 1979, three researchers at Pfizer, the pharmaceutical giant, came up with the synthetic cannabinoid, a drug that in some ways acts similarly to the active ingredient in marijuana. What the company did with this research, it won't say. But decades later, a designer drug marketed as fake pot began to emerge, first in Europe, later in America. That went on to be blamed for the contributing to tens of thousands of trips to the emergency room. One of the five active substances in the fake pot, also known as spice or K2, was the, was the synthetic cannabinoid first discovered at Pfizer. Okay. There's no evidence that Pfizer had anything to do with the introduction or spread of spice, right? But the unearthing of Pfizer's little known cannabinoid research does highlight that sometimes uncomfortable relationships between big pharma and the illicit drug trade. It also upends the popular origins myth of spice, which usually begins with the Clemson University professor, John W. Hoffman, right? The Los Angeles Times was one of the first to connect the dots between the Harvard graduate and the lethal designer drug marketed as fake pot spice in a 2011 article titled scientists researched a dangerous high. The paper essentially declared uh, him the reluctant creator of synthetic pot, which is only sort of true. In the midst of 1984 study to find treatments for HIV AIDS, multiple sclerosis and, excuse my mispronunciation, and chemotherapy, Huffman did develop an extremely potent synthetic cannabinoid with a similar high to cannabis, which he named JWH018 after himself. In 2008, German scientists announced that it was one of five active substances in spice, right? Spice, spice has been really popular, by the way, too, like in, you know, it, it's, it, started initially in America, I think, and then it really started to rise in use in Europe, right? So when spice began to emerge in the United States a few years later, the question on everyone's mind, or maybe that was flipped, excuse me, maybe it was 
started in, in Europe first, then it went to America, excuse me. So when spikes began to emerge in the United States a few years later, the question on everyone's mind was the same. Who was responsible for this? All roads led to Hoffman. Quote, it's brothers, it, brother, it bothers me that people are so stupid to use this stuff, Huffman told WebMD in 2010. In an interview with ABC News one, one year later, Huffman frustration was palpable. Was palpable, excuse me. They're playing Russian roulette, he said, of the people using spice recreationally. Quote, I mean, it's just like taking a pistol with one bullet in and spitting the chamber and holding it to your head and pulling the trigger. And I think that's a great way to put it, actually. Right. But eclipsed by the infamy of this sole drug researcher and the missing and hundreds of news articles about it since was an inconvenient fact. His synthetic gamboid wasn't the, was the, wasn't the only one found in spice. And it wasn't the first one discovered either. Those distinctions belong to the largest research-based pharmaceutical company in the world, Pfizer. The missing part of the story, the prequel, if you will, begins like this. Less than three months after those German scientists, they were from the Universal Hospital, Freiburg, landed on Hoffman Synthetic in November 2008. The same forensic toxicologist stumbled upon another culprit, an analog of the synthetic cannabinoid called CP47497. This one they learned was created almost a decade earlier in 1979 by Pfizer. And I want people to understand that this, there is, you know, I talk about cannabis research quite, quite a bit, but there is, there's been 100% a ton of research that's been done, whether it's by the government or whether it's by big pharma. And a lot of that research has been closed off to the public or hasn't been talked about, right? Because, well, you know, there's many reasons why. One reason you could definitely talk about is, you know, big, you know, big, big pharma wants to find ways to make money off of it. They don't want to give away free research or any of that, even though technically in a lot, a lot of times, I'm not saying this is the case for right now, but technically a lot of times we, we subsidize big pharma, right? We actually use taxpayer money to fund big pharma and then big pharma in return actually charges us on top of that for a lot of these drugs. Shouldn't it be that we get, you know, because the government's already paying for it, meaning our taxpayer money, why are we paying for it again, right? That's a whole nother problem. That's a whole nother issue. When we talk about, obviously, the corrupt system that we have, we pretty much have a mafia pretty much running, running the, you know, you know, healthcare system, right? But that's, that's for a whole nother video story. You guys know, you guys, you guys get the point I'm trying to say though, right? So, um, Made up by dried plants ranging from bay leaves to parsley, it's spice synthetic cannabinoids sprayed on top of the herbs that generate a high as of this week. DEA has discovered more than 400 plus variants of synthetic cannabinoids, making it nearly impossible to regulate, right? Because what happens there is, right, they take, you know, they make one compound illegal, then the next one, then the next one, they keep changing it by one molecule, and it's almost, it's literally the hydro effect, right? You cut one head off, you got 20 more that pop up. So that's what happens when the cat gets out of the back. Now, I'm not, I don't want to relate this exactly. I don't want to relate this to synthetic cannabinoids at all. But when we talk about like Delta 8 getting legalized, there's a similar pattern there, right? If they make Delta 8 illegal, well, they're going to go to THCO. If they make THCO illegal, they're going to go, let's say, to Delta 10. Or usually we actually went Delta 8, Delta 10, then THCO. And then if they go from there, they're going to go to THCO, VP. You know, you guys get what I'm saying, right? So the cat's out of the bag, right? And well, the Delta-8 stuff, that's all natural can, can, you know, compounds that are occurring. When we talk about synthetics, though, this is a cat out of the bag you do not want to get, but that's what happened. And Pfizer is definitely to blame for this, part, partially, right? Partially, or this is what it seems, right? Um, and there's been thousands and thousands of people that have gone to, you know, there's been a lot of people that have gone to, you know, the hospital because they went crazy, 
right? This is a really, really terrible drug. And this was also utilized quite a bit in, you know, the fear mongering done by, you know, the DEA or, you know, people in general, like politicians, right? They'd be like, oh, that's fake, you know, cannabis. And then people that didn't really understand it, right? People that just kind of like, they grouped it all in together. They're like, oh, cannabis and fake cannabinoids are all the same thing, right? No, they're very, very different, right? And so the designer drug era, right? While people may just point to what's his name, uh, Professor Huffman, well, Pfizer had a had something to do with it, right? And guys, if you know anybody that doing spice, anything, anybody consuming spice, K two, whatever it's called, please get them help, get them off that shit. That shit is fucking terrible for you, okay? And there's plenty of videos and stories out there that'll explain the negative benefits to what happens to you when you start to ingest it and take it right? When you're smoking it, all that stuff. So be very careful. Okay. I know that stuff is not as much as apparent, especially, and this is another big point I want to make when we talk about legalizing cannabis and getting more access to clean, organic, tested, uh, natural occurring compounds. That's what legalization does. Legalization does that. Okay. Not making it illegal. The reason why people, you know, the reason why people persisted, you know, you know, they were consuming K2 fake fake, uh, you know, cannabinoids, it's because they didn't have access to real cannabinoids. Almost always the case that, that that's what happens. Right. So, you know, shout out to Pfizer, I guess, just kidding. Fuck Pfizer. Um, you know, while there is, you know, some benefits to obviously big pharma and stuff, mostly though, it's a mafia run, you know, situation. We have a middleman that's taxing the hell out of, I mean, that's, that's literally adding on 30 to 40% more uh, cost. That's why, you know, drugs are so expensive here. Uh, life-saving drugs, right? Anyways, though, let me know what you guys think down below. What do you guys think about the story? I highly recommend you go check out that full article. I want to say big shouts out. Thanks to TPOC for, you know, putting me on to the story. Shout out to uh, the Blacklist XYZ. You can go, go follow them on Instagram. Anyways, though, guys, really appreciate y'all. Hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. Please go check out all the links down below. Join the Discord community because this is the kind of stuff that, you know, I get, you know, I'll do videos on topics like this if, you know, if, if you make me aware of them. So great, great stuff there, though. Thank you, Tpac. Shout out to all the family in the Discord community. Join the Discord. Link will be down below in the description or pinned, uh, pinned comment. Anyways, my name is Alonso. Really appreciate y'all. Check all the links down below. Hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. And I hope you all have an amazing, amazing day. Peace. Yeah.